Hello, and thanks for tuning in to the Fearless Ones podcast. A lot of people talk about their why, wanting to find their why. This is their idea of their purpose in their life, but many don't know how. Today, we talk about how to discover your why. This week's show title, Wherever Passion and Compassion Meet, There is a Why. Enjoy the broadcast. Hello and welcome to the Fearless Ones podcast, where we build fearless people who build fearless communities that builds a fearless generation. Matt Ham and Kevin Adams with you on this wonderful Friday. Kevo, what's up, buddy? Hey, man. Well, the waves are up a little bit. Yeah, I think we did. I see you probably know more better than I do because you might watch it. Did they're expecting some tropical stuff to maybe blow it up further into next week? You know, I have what I have is a hunter. <laughs> Literally, hunter, like. <laughs> yeah. And hunter is a weather guru. Uh, keeps me up on it. Often drives forty five minutes to come surf with me for forty five minutes and then leave. And that happened this morning. And uh, but I don't know the answer to that. But I know that we had some fun, and then we saw a little critter out there. Oh yeah. So uh, I'm yeah. glad it was you and not me. How he waving at you from the beach? <laughs> yeah, he he saw it, and uh, but we both had some good rides. And uh, but anyway, yeah, it's a great day, and uh, it's a little a little overcast, but no complaints. All good. It's good to be yeah. doing this. How about you? How's your week been? Yeah, good, man. You know, the kids are back in school. It's kind of that time of year for everybody. So we're starting to get into the normalcy of uh, the fall school routine. So that's, uh, that is, that's, there's transition in that, right? There's always this transition moment, but it's been good. Yeah. We kicked back, faith and business kicked back off um, in Raleigh yesterday, had a great crowd. Uh, you know, our community up there was good. So man, we're a lot of cool stuff going on, dude. I'm just so excited for everything that we've got going on as an organization, both us, but also our community, like everything yeah. that's happening for the people around us. Um, just a lot of exciting stuff, man. A lot of new things being born. And it just feels like that alignment, um, you know, the dot connection is is starting to to happen in uh, in greater measure. So that's encouraging. Yeah, for sure. Well, the uh, the the next phase for us is 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 that exactly right. And uh, it, we've got a lot of good fruit. And now it's time to work on community and, uh, you know, it's more of a following, uh, not, not our following. It's more of us always continuing to follow, uh, and, and understand the landscape and that that's what we're doing. But, uh, a lot of good things happening. In fact, here's another, uh, <laughs> I have to say this the right way, but, uh, uh, my, uh, <laughs> future son-in-law, uh was telling me the other day says uh there's a guy that comes in to the coffee shop with a fearless shirt on he says do you know him and i'm like so this morning i guess it happened again and he sends me you know a, a small very short video which is it's kind of weird but I, I just was like thanks man and i said no i do not know the guy and i'm so excited that i don't know him that's awesome. Because it means we're we're having an impact. We're putting a dent. And uh, so I was really glad that I didn't know him, you know. That's awesome. <laughs> we're getting beyond friends and family. Finally. That's that's right, man. Breaking out of the, the uh, inner sphere, right? Yeah. Well, now, you gotta send it to me too, because now I'm curious. Yeah, <laughs> send me the video now. Yeah. And I so will. 
be aware, everyone. If we see you with a fearless shirt on, we will video <laughs> you in public. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, so yeah, no, no creepy stuff, but just it's more of an encouragement. But it's, you know, being in Raleigh is a big deal. And uh, there, there's a lot of stuff going on. It's just the way God works. It's slow. And, and uh, but man, is it good? And, and more and more fruit is developing. So community is a big deal. And I think that's a good place to start. Well, I want to say one thing, Kev, to just the, to point, yeah, just the concept sure. thing. You know, you I remember back on when we first started the show, one of the first lessons I think that you taught, you talked about a lot was the idea that a table was an idea before it was ever a table. And then after the table is gone, it will be, yeah. be the idea will still be there. Right. That's right. And it's just wild that, you know, a year ago um, right now, because we're in what, August? Yeah. A year ago today. Mm-hmm fearless t-shirts were simply an idea there none existed none existed they were not printed right and then here a year later you've got somebody sending us a a picture of someone wearing a shirt you know in a local uh you know coffee shop or whatever so that just speaks concept to everything we teach everybody this isn't some pie in the sky philosophical oh it's too deep it's too no right it's true it's real and it's waiting on you to get into it going back to a couple weeks ago when you said perhaps god's waiting on you so what's your idea that's an idea now that somebody will be you know seeing the fruit from a year from now just just a little side encouragement thing to tie that together yeah well i i don't think we prepped for this today but one of the things i i, I had mentioned and I, I i forgot about it so it's it's on me but um we need to uh send this out to our community uh and we're kind of editing it a little bit but there is a video and i, I sent it to you the other day um but it's i've shown a few people I, obviously i sent it to, to you first and you know you and holly uh, but Riley made it, but it's, it's of her husband and his just precious and amazing heart. And, um, everybody I've shown that video to, it's him talking about fearless farm, but it's him, it's his personality, it's his heart. And it comes through so well. And, uh, I showed it to uh, a fellow the other day and he's like, man, that right there, if you don't have that on your website, you need to put it on there. <laughs> and, uh, my point is um, that he and we don't have to I don't want to go too far with this because we don't have the video to show necessarily. Um, I had hoped to show it maybe on on our show, but, you know, people listen and watch it. Who knows? But the point of it is, is that this guy's a perfect example of somebody just a, a little while ago um, didn't know uh, uh, really what he believed. And uh, he just God made him and he's he's such a, a unique wonderful human being but he chose to follow the things that he was seeing the example and uh and i'll, I'll you know i will say my daughter was was key in that but but uh here we are you know down the road you know i got a chance to baptize him in the ocean and i just man i love him he's just like a son to me and here he is now he's getting to live out the thing that God put in his heart and grow. He's growing stuff. And, you know, their backyard was weeds. And uh, I asked him about eight or nine months ago, what you going to grow back there? And that's to start a fearless farm. So he now can see that just in a year, you know, we're going to have that property 
and uh, things are starting to converge together. My heart about it is just to see people believing because mm-hmm. once you get it, once you start to believe, yes, it's going it's, it's coming. It's yeah. coming. And uh, so that's a good example of it. You can really feel it come through because it's so real, but we got lots of examples of that. We, yeah. we got to help people see that. It's, so. it's, it's so cool to, you know, again, right before we jumped on the show today, I had a coffee with a, a, a fella that was kind of uh, recommended to connect from another guy that we've been walking with for a number of years. And, and his question was, is, well, how do I get started? Just like you said, you know, how, how do I get started? And, you know, I use the, the, the analogy, the, the visualization that you taught me years ago. You said, you Matt, you know, imagine you have these two fields and, you know, what's your favorite vegetable, right? Or your favorite fruit, you know, <laughs> yeah. and strawberries, right? And you're like, what, what's That's something right. that you kind of like that, you know, and, and I said, nah, cantaloupe or blueberries or whatever. And you said, you've got to be faithful in the, the blueberry field, the cantaloupe field. You've got to be, you know, um, a good steward of what you've been given, but you have to go over right. here and plant a strawberry seed every now and again. Right. And um, right. use that analogy or whatever. And so, so, um, you know, mentioning about um, Attilio and all, it's just beautiful. Um, and, and, you know, man, it's, it's just so humbling when you see God doing everything he said he was going to do and this stuff that we're, we're pursuing is not a pipe dream. It's not some, you know, it's the, it's the, the essence of truth and how we were created to live and God's kingdom on the earth will be brought forth. It's already done in heaven. We just got to meet up with it. So it's it's, uh, it's exciting stuff, man. So, yeah. Yeah. So, so, you know, everything comes in stages and phases just like, you know, to me, it's, it's so much more, uh, evangelism is like fishing, right? And we see that in scripture and that, that's really an important, uh, metaphor, but discipleship, making disciples is much more like, uh, it's, it's, uh, agriculture. It's mm-hmm. growing, it's seed. We see that in scripture a lot. So, you know, that's where we focused is, um, to make disciples. And I think it's the season we're in making disciples brings revival. Revival is about making disciples. So let's set aside the Christian words. They're good scriptural words, but uh, let's dig in now because we have our, our foundation built and uh, we've got some amazing things happening, but you have to know where to look to see them. And that's what we're talking about today. So the title uh, is not a new concept, and we've talked about it in different ways. I don't know that we've ever used it as a title, but it seemed appropriate today um, as an, maybe an encouragement and a good teaching. But, uh, it, you know, where, wherever passion and compassion really in your heart, wherever they meet, there is a why. Everybody wants to know why, you know, so that is something God wants us to know. What he does not want us to, to know up front is how. And, and it's very simple. As soon as you learn to let go of that, it's no different than saying walk by faith, not by sight. But people have heard that so much, they don't really understand how to apply it. Mm. So when I say God is the how, and when we say that and teach that, it it helps people enter in the same room through a different keyhole. And it's good because, you know, it's kind of time for that. 
So, well, and to to that to that kind of uh, title and topic is so many people are saying, and and this has even become you know like we've talked about this, uh, the why 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 am I still here after I've been saved right you know yeah. I'm, I'm trying right. to find my why. Um, you know, start with why, like even that kind of phraseology. So I love how you took it a step deeper and you said, you know, why is going to be present whenever passion and compassion meet, you know? So it's, it's, it's taking it. So like one of the things that I think I put in the title um, today is um, like, there is a way to discover the why there is a process to mm-hmm. of discovering the why. So that's what we're talking about today yeah. is where it begins. That's right. Yeah. And there's a lot of things I want to be able to tie together and they sometimes they get discombobbled, but uh, especially with me, I, I just process very slowly. Um, and I, the, the way I process is by speaking and talking. And uh, so a lot of times people zone out. But if you bear with me, it's it's always worth it, uh, hopefully. So, uh, you know, but 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 trying to follow a, a simple process is is very helpful to people. So trying to go slow and, and uh, walk through this. So, you know, uh, one of the let's talk about the, the, the kind of obstacle first and then we'll get into what, you know, the, the overcoming that and then how you move forward. One of the things, and this is just something I ran into this week. Um, uh, young guy, uh, I, I work with, uh, fairly regularly enough. Um, but, uh, he, he wanted to talk more about sin and, uh, kind of was wanting to, to know, well, well, don't we need to talk more about sin? And, and uh, look, I'm, I'm definitely not a guy who thinks everything's peaches and cream and roses and, and sin has a place, right? It is a very important aspect to understand. But um, I also think that, um, you know, being a Christian is not a multitask operation or assignment. It, it, you can't multitask. Mm-hmm. In fact, multitask is... is it, there's something in that uh, for people. I think people can juggle a couple of things, but your brain cannot focus on two things at once. Um, I saw an MIT study once that proved it, and they showed the lack, the utter lack of productivity when young students were trying to do two things at once. It just you can't do it as well as doing one thing at a time. So God did that on purpose. So following Jesus is not a multitask uh, assignment. It, it just is not. All right. Following him means there is process. Okay. The early part of that, there's a reckoning that happens. We have to understand that, you know, it's, it's either over, it's death or you get to be a unique expression of vessel of the living God. You know, uh, Pablo Escobar used to say, and I love bringing the, the salt into this, you know, the goofy, crazy stuff, but they used to say plata or plomo, silver or lead, you know, and I'm not comparing God to that goon, but the point is it's all or none with God. Yeah. Um, he's, he gives us a window and he gives us grace and mercy 
but uh, he, this guy used to bribe people or he'll, he'll kill your whole family. Yeah. <laughs> and he, you know, go with the humor of this. I'm not at all comparing. I'm just saying, you know, this guy had a lot of power and he would kill your whole family or he would make you rich. You decide, right? So mm. uh, just take that idea, not the fun part of it. You know, I'm goofing around, but think about that. God gives us plenty of time and, 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 but if we cannot, my point in all this is to say we cannot focus on our own sin and get on with the work that passes through us. Our job is to become a unique expression of God's will. And if we are excited about that and, and encouraged by that and recognizing that he has freed us from sin, we don't need to walk around calling ourselves sinners all the time. In fact, I would disagree with that. It doesn't mean we we weren't uh, defeated by it, but God has freed us from it. That's why in Jeremiah you see, you know, the heart is desperately wicked above all things, but now our heart's redeemed. It means our job is to guard it. So, so anyway, not to, to get too deep into that, but I just wanted to say there is an obstacle there for a lot of people. Don't we need to talk more about sin? Well, I'll tell you what, the world, absolutely. It needs to come to that place and recognize the corrupt uh, thing that's out there. But to get on with the work, if you're being discipled, you have to look forward to why God put you here. You can't focus on your why while you're focusing on your sin or your failure. God wanted you to know about it. But he doesn't want you to live there. And mm -hmm. that's the difference. That is such a, as you tie that whole thought together, you went down the path, came back around, you know, I, it's so I do that. <laughs> it's, you do, you do. But I, but again, I, I've, I've, I've listened to you enough and, and see the whole, the, the trajectory and just the beauty of how you paint the imagery of the, the idea that's being birthed here. And, um, you know, <clears throat> going back to this concept of um, wherever passion and compassion meet, there is a why. So many people are not capable, they're capable, but they're not pursuing their why because they're focusing on their sin. And one of yeah, the great right. errors of the Western Christian model is it highlights and elevates the sin instead of the son right. or daughter that is yeah. born out of a true hearted uh, surrendered following of Jesus. And, you know, what the biblical uh, principle or the biblical story that comes to mind here, Kev, is the um, the the prostitute um, when she's caught in prostitution, which a lot of people think that that was Mary Magdalene, um, and whether it was or not, it doesn't matter. Jesus looked at her and did not condemn her in it, but he right. said, "Go and sin no more." That's right. So he 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 used her moment of being caught in the sin, and he separated the sin from her identity. He didn't say you know anything about her being a sinner. He said, go and sin no more. So he separated the sin from her identity and he told her to move forward. That's right. And, and that's where people miss the call and therefore get distracted, discouraged yeah. and focused on the wrong thing. Yeah. And, and, and listen, there's a lot of reasons people hyper focus in one area or another. And some of it's just traumatic stronghold behavior patterns, whatever. But the bottom line is you do have to work on that. And that's what the mentoring program and all that's about. But but just for this thing, you have to lay out some direction and, and help people understand where does God want you? To, where does he want your mind focused? Where does he want your steps and 
your direction. And so, um, you know, I, I think, uh, so, so we've talked about, you know, it's, there's no multitask here. You, you can't be double-minded. That's scripture, right? Yes. Don't be tossed about like the waves. So, you know, you, you've got to focus on the one thing, and that is first and foremost the, the thing that Jesus wants you to focus on, and that means the Father. And the Father's will and His heart and why He put you here. Mm. You see, you can build a house on this, and 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 you can't get around it. And that's why I, feel, you know, I'm very convicted and confident in my words. Uh, you know, maybe it sounds arrogant. It's not. It's it's meant to be tender, but it's very very. Uh, uh, it's just conviction. So, mm. it, so so. But that's that's you know, what Jesus wants us to focus on. It's very clear in scripture. You have to get in there and, and, and eat it and, and consume the word like bread, you know, like the bread of life that it is. You have to consume it like it's the only thing left in your cupboard. Mm. That doesn't mean you got to sit and read it the way everybody else does. It means you got to get it in you. The more you get it in you, the more it begins to open your spirit up and you start to understand what God's saying and doing in the landscape so that's a big picture, but, but, you know, the, the bottom line is uh, if we come back around, I want to get to passion and compassion part, but while we're still talking about the obstacle, you know, I don't know if we talked about this last week or not, but basically we have to be doers, not just hearers. Mm. So doers of the word, is how we establish that direction. And I, I want to redefine that a little bit because I think a lot of times people think, oh, that's a bunch of rule following. And that's not really the right mentality in my view. So we want to talk about what that means and then build, keep building that house up till we get to passion, compassion in the why part. So you know, we, we know the, the verse, I don't have it in front of me, but be doers of the word, right? Mm-hmm. And that means, uh, the question becomes, or the, it, it is, what is a doer? Mm. So, you know, that's the question I want people to listen to or, or chew on a little bit for yourself. What is a doer of the word? You know, what does that mean? It, 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 you, certainly you have to read it, understand it, take it in your, your ears and eyes and get it into your heart. But what does it mean to actually be a doer of the word? And, you know, feel free to jump in as you will. Well, it's funny, it's funny because, you know, like I love the fact that culture tries to tell us what that means, you know, and that's where right. people have gone wrong. It, it's yeah. like. Uh, you're a doer of the word if you do this, right. this, 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 right? Yes. And, and and they try to tie it in with other scriptures about, you know, uh, caring for the least of these and all this kind of stuff. So then, then right. this Christianity becomes this thing where it is, it's all about, you know what I mean? These, yeah. these checklists of, are you doing these things? I mean, you could be an awful person, who's not, you know, in any way honoring the father or listening to the father's voice, 
but you sure could be, you know, feeding somebody who's hungry or, you know, whatever. And so people try to relegate their faith to a duty or to a service and they miss the father's call. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It, you know, it, it's funny how people say, well, I'm a person of action and not words. And uh, I think Jesus spent a whole lot of time with words, you know, teaching <laughs> is words. What we're doing right now is doing and it's words. Yes. So I, I don't agree with all that kind of, you can't really separate it. Um, but, but being a doer of the word basically means, you know, doing God's will. So you got to keep asking questions. You can't just stop there. And that's the problem is people just stop there because it's like they want to check it off and be done with it. That's human nature. Mm. You know, that's, that's from your, your neck up, right? That's walking by sight. That's the faith is the dividing line. You got the two parallel lines and one gets off God's will and our faith. One gets off just a little bit and they're going opposite directions. It's the same. And I'll say this briefly, but it's the same walking by sight is what cut Michael Jordan from that high school team. <clears throat> walking by sight is what failed Elvis Presley. The one subject he failed. Guess what it was? Music. Yeah. <laughs> yes. His music teacher failed him, said, you just don't have it. I mean, this is what happens. These whether you like those guys or not, they are iconic figures. They're just people, but they're, they, they are great, well-known individuals who did change the world. They put a dent in it. And it doesn't matter if you don't like them or it, none of that matters. What matters is they've had great influence because the thing in them overcame the thing outside of them, the, mm. what people said. And if you don't understand that about your own life, then mm. you will not accomplish the thing God set you out to do. So, mm. so th these two guys are great examples. Um, you know, again, it's not about whether we like them or not. It's more about, did they do the thing? And, uh, and they did. So, and we see that in scripture, every breakthrough comes at the behest of God's will, which means it follow that over the thing it sees, the logic. It made no sense to go around the walls of Jericho and you know, blow the horn. And I mean, that's you know, silly, right? But yeah. it's not because God said do it. Right. So, so doers of the word means that you are a follower, but you are um, you are you're excited about God's will. It's not. It's like saying I. You go from immaturity of going well. I know God's timing. That's frustrating, you know. To you get to well, you know, I'm learning to trust His timing and all that. You get to a point where you go, man, His timing. I want it. I'm I'm craving it. Mm -hmm. That's the difference between uh, working hard and following hard. Mm. Our job is not, uh, the goal is not to become a, a, such, isn't to work, isn't so much to work hard, but it's to learn to follow hard, follow Jesus. That's what it means, right? So we got to be great followers mm. of his. Yeah. And that's doing the word. The rest of it starts to get really neat and unique and very specific, yeah. You know? the, the, the fellow that I was meeting with this morning, um, 
you know, he, he asked me uh, as we were leaving, he said, how am I going to know that I'm on the right path? How am I going to know? Right. He was, a, he was very logical, which a lot of people were there, right? They're sure. Oh yeah. And yeah. um, I, I said two things. I don't know if it was the right thing to say, but it's what I had in the moment. So I, I said it. One was, I said, you will have a deep sense of joy that you cannot shake. And number two, people will call you crazy. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. If people call you crazy and you can't escape the joy that it brings you, not, not the joy from what people say about it, but just this, man, it's just fulfilled. You know, I said, then you'll know that you're, you're moving down the right path. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I would agree with that. Um, You know, there's some other uh, descriptors, peace, you know, there's a lot but but that's right. That's it's about the your job isn't to understand everything. It's to understand you got to go to the vision, the puzzle box. You got to mm-hmm. start to see it, and then you got to start working the pieces. And um, so that that falls right in line with it. You might put a little piece over here and some over here, but the bottom line is, are you um, moving in the right direction? And so so you we've got to get away from the mentality of I've got to carry this. The weight of my sin has, you know, I'm, I'm just a beggar wanting some bread on a donkey. You know, you have to go through that if you are corrupt and knowingly, you know, in, in that place. Uh, arrogance needs its butt kicked. Yes. Um, and Jesus did not put up with it. But once you understand that you have that. And God starts to chip away at you. And as long as your heart is willing, that's a willing heart. That becomes, you become a doer of the word. So coming back around to, you know, some of these uh, sort of layers to get into this. Um, uh, one of the things I wanted to mention was, um, you know, I've already mentioned this, but there's only one direction and that's forward, forward motion forward motion so you you know you don't you can't keep going back and wallowing mm. or if you're from the south which we always say wallering waller <laughs> go waller don't waller in your you know if god's freed you then start to live free mm. but there's only one direction here uh you know i i, I mean there is forward motion it's like the prodigal son i mean the prodigal son didn't need to go back and wallow in what he did. He was ready. He was prepared. And uh, God was, you know, if you look at it from a father, son, God with us children, you know, um, he has everything for us. Mm -hmm. You know, he's not a genie. He's, he's our father and he wants us to, to, to carry out his will. That's what a, any kind of a prince or princess would do if their father's the king, um, they're going to carry out his will and, 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 you know, be uh, an extension of that. So it, it, it sounds too good to be true, but uh, it's not, you know, and, and the more you step into it, the more you, he confirms it and you see what you're hoping to see. Now that gets back to the definition of faith. So there's only one direction and it's forward motion. I just want to, Get that thought out there. So anytime you start getting beat up or knocked around or the enemy's beating on you and trying to get your attention away, 
your job isn't to argue with the enemy. Your job is to stay focused mm. on the the king and uh, and what he wants to do through you. All right. So now all this has been set up <laughs> in a long winded foundational way. This now helps us understand that it's not selfish to begin to focus on us. Mm. God paid the price, right? Everything, the highest price that could be paid for Matt, Kevin, and everyone, anyone who's willing. So that makes us priceless to him. That means if we don't honor who we are, then we are dishonoring who he is. Mm. He mm. made us, right? So you cannot get around this stuff. It, you can't. And, I, you know, I've I, I spent years and years and years just focused on this. And I'm telling you from my own experience, not some high-minded place. I'm speaking eye level to everybody. But I had to go through this. And there is nothing like the living God. He's so good, but you've got to taste it. You have to step into it to taste it. So that's what, where I'm coming from. But think about it. You know, it, it, this gets back to the idea of, uh, and I, I jotted some of these down, so I'm just going to read one. If you are, I think this was the text we sent out this morning. If you are a one-off creation, you do not have to compete. Now, it, it says it a little differently in the text. I think it says, uh, I'm just going to pull it up. If I can get my phone open here. Or you can read it if you got it. Yeah, I've got it right here. Yeah, go ahead and read that text. Um, yeah. put, the, put the years. <laughs> I, got, I, got. <laughs> I messed it up. Yeah. It says, if God put you here now, not 200 years ago or 200 years from now, but exactly right now, then there is most certainly a specific need for you, a problem only you can solve right here, precisely right now. Are you actively following where this idea takes you? Yeah. And Matt, I don't think that people are. No. And, and so, so that's why we need to get to the why part. But God is also setting the stage right now for for so many people to come to him and to live this out. And we're going to we're getting we're going to have that. Yeah. Um, We don't know the timing and all that. And we can talk about the world and these crazy people that have kind of hijacked everything. But it's just a moment. The other side of this is you are in it, it may be better than any time in history going to get to live out who you are. And I think it's why we're here teaching this right now. I think I believe that with everything in me. Yeah. So you got to slow down and really take that text in. Mm-hmm. Really think about it. God put you here right now, right now. And if you if you don't believe and you just want to keep living, you know, just go to church, put a little money in the plate and hear a good sermon and move on, you, you're never going to get there. Yeah. But if you're willing to, to to start to say my life belongs to God and I want to live out everything he He made me to, to, to accomplish, that's it. You know, this is your game field. 
right now, you're here. You got breath in your lungs. You have talent, gifts, skills, opportunity, context, all of it. And you have others who believe the same thing. What does that look like? What does that look like? So, you know, if God puts you here now, then there is most certainly a need for you to be here. Mm -hmm. Okay. So now what, what happens is people, people get excited and then, you know, you, you'll hear somebody go, well, I'm going to start my own little business and all that. But then what happens? The, the world creeps back in. You, okay. So if you, if you feel like you get to that point, well, you got to start doing social media. You got to do this. You got to reach people. You got to do this and this. And what, what you get into is this idea that, well, all you're doing now is just trying to peddle knowledge or some kind of information from one person to the next. So if you're a health coach or if you're making stuff or whatever, it's just about, I just, I just want to, you know, I want, I want to be a billboard instead of realizing that knowledge is easily duplicated. You know, we're making some hot sauce and man, Atilio's recipe is beautiful. It's so good, but there's millions of hot sauces or, you know, thousands, maybe it's just like, there's millions of beers out there. You, you can't compete. So we, we got to get rid of the idea of competition. Mm -hmm. It's not from Jesus. And I'm saying it, I'm going to keep saying it. Competition is not what God wants for you. So we do not, I'm not talking about best practices in business transactions. I'm talking about where your heart is. We're building the foundation from the ground up. You got to stay there until you master it. And then you can begin to enter back into some best practices so that the thing has the right direction, right? That one direction. Yeah, well, go ahead. The, the reality is, is that so many people have the inspiration from God, like the revelation, the awakening, the moment they get the seed, right? Yeah. But right. then they start to apply the world's wisdom to that seed. Right. It's like it like right. to me, it's like God gives you the revelation. He gives you the seed. He gives you the pure thing and you plant it. But then you're watering it with That's toxic right. water. Yeah, It's like, you know, you're never going to grow anything if you're trying to apply worldly practices to kingdom concepts. And, and, and so, you know, that's where we've gone astray because, you know, we 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 try to infuse um, the world's wisdom into God's kingdom and it never works that way. And that's where um, that's right. we start to place expectations on it. We start to, you know, demand that it grow, as you always say. Uh, we start to, you know, and, and what we do is we're strangling out the the reality of that actually bearing fruit. And it's interesting. I said this at Faith and Business yesterday. Mm -hmm. I asked them, I said, uh, we were talking about Joshua and um, crossing the Jordan and how God gave them specific instructions when crossing the Jordan to stay 2000 cubits. It's like a half a mile behind the ark. Mm -hmm. And it was this idea that you cannot outrun the presence of God. And, and that, you sure. know, God's presence has to lead you into your promise and you have to co-labor and get wet and step in. Right. And it was interesting because I closed it up and I asked him a question. I said, whose voice is loudest in your life? Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. And, you know, again, there's people who have these businesses and they're looking to their board of directors. They're looking to some social media guru. They're looking to whatever. And they don't right. take the time to go to the father to say, what do you what do you want me to do with right. this business? You know, that's right. They, they refuse to invite him into this uh, scenario. Yeah. And that's see, that's having one foot in the world and one foot. And, uh, you know, I, I will say that I think I think God's kind of to a point where he's kind of done with that. It's yeah. called being on the fence. It's kind kind of lukewarm, even by accident. It's still mm-hmm. it, you can't it doesn't matter. You know, it, it might matter in your salvation, but which is OK, maybe. But you, you're going to miss out on the thing. The enemy can't unsave us. He can't unring a bell. He can't uncreate a new creation if you're really God's. He can't take you away, but what he can do is distract you from that why. And he does it through fear and logic and all this other stuff. And if you don't develop the thing that, that's deeper, the inside out spirit of God living out through you, you can't do it. And you can argue all day and say, hey, I'm going to make money at this thing. Or what are you doing? And, you know, I've been hearing that stuff for years and I haven't missed a meal and I've been rich and poor. It truly. And it, it, I mean, there's nothing like God. It, I don't I don't need I, I put a yeah, but to, to man's stuff. But it, we don't beat them up when they say that we realize they're not mature yet. They don't get it. So we help them see it. We have to set the example and then we open our arms when they get there. And if they never do, we dust our feet off. But the bottom line to, you know, this that part of the conversation, I think, is um, an example would be, you know, there's a lot of w- one of the things we're trying to do is develop entrepreneurs. People can can make a living by who God made them. And that's, to me, one of the ways you can define God says you have a right to make a living by the gospel. So I think that when you understand fully the vessel idea, tear it down, he rebuilds it three days. He's setting an example for us. They didn't understand. We are a vessel. So. When you think, well, I'm going to go and I'm going to get all these certifications, I'm going to learn all this stuff, that's great. But so is the next person and the next person and the next person. God did not make you to compete, but he did put you here. So what does that actually mean? It means, you know, you are unique. So what you have to begin to understand and bring to everything is you. It's why we're not doing off the shelf stuff you know we're not necessarily just saying let's start another bible study it's it and it's one of the reasons i can't i just will not regurgitate stuff i I don't care about money i just don't care about it and um but i feel like god's put something in me and i know you feel the same way for you and uh, that right there is what we've got to bring, because that's what God put in us. And then the knowledge and all that stuff on top of that is that's where the best practices. Um, and so so it's like saying uh, I wrote this down earlier. It's like like on a social aspect. Let's talk about most people are like, you got to have social media. Well, I don't disagree with that. But do you got to look at what are you trying to say with social media? And what I wrote down was. Uh, the job isn't to, to, to tell what, what we've got, like a billboard. It's really to, to help people see the vessel, uh, that gives unique expression to God's will. In other words, who you are, when you walk into the room, 
because you're a willing vessel for God's spirit, but then it starts to take shape between God and you because you're one body, you're one part of that body that he made just for that reason. And uh, it's beautiful. And no one can compete with that. In other words, you are the best at it. It's like the Michael Jordan, Elvis Presley thing. You know, yeah, we've, we they might be heroic to some people or not to others, but we all have that uniqueness in us. So when we look at what am I bringing, you know, there's great, there's plenty of great basketball players or plenty of great entertainers, entertainers. But there, there's not many people who could argue one of the most famous people of all time outside of Jesus is Elvis Presley. There's more photos of him. There's more, and it's still going. Michael Jordan, you know, similar, but, but in the world sports. So who are you? Who are you? You've got to bring you to it. And it's not selfish. It's not selfish. It's selfish to deny that because that's what Jesus paid to free you to do while you're here. And if you're not doing it, you're not being a doer of the word. And that's why I said that earlier. I know it's a lot, but. No, I'm glad you went back to that place of it's not selfish. You said this earlier, Kevin. Um, you know, if you, um, if you are not, where did I write it down? If you don't honor who you are, you cannot honor who God is. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. You said that earlier. And it was this, it's this concept just then is, is that it's not selfish to focus on who God made you to be. And I think so many people are living in this space where they've become convinced because the voice that's loudest is culture or their parents or their, their boss or whatever. Oh, you can't do that. There's no way that you can do that. That's not going to work. That's selfish. You know what I mean? How dare you? You're forsaking your family. You know, look at what you've done. Bye, 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 bye. And, and, and yet we celebrate the people who pressed through that adversity. That's right. You know, it's, it's the most ironic thing in the world is on one hand, we tell people you can't do this. And on the other hand, we celebrate the ones that did. And and so it's, it's, it's double-minded. Like you said, you can't be that way. And so I always, I always think about, um, I love Steve Harvey tells this, which I love him by the way. I just think he has a great demeanor and he's hilarious and, um, he seems to have a reverence for God, but I love the story that he tells about the, um, you know, he had a, an answering machine at his parents' house, um, you know, like in their room of the garage. And he was a traveling uh-huh. comedian trying yeah. to make it. And he got a phone call that was on the answering machine at his parents' house. And he went there to pick it up. And they said, Steve, can you come up to the showtime at the Apollo? He was in Florida at the time. Mm-hmm. And he had no way to get to New York because he didn't have the gas money to get up there. And he said he was getting ready to dial the guy to go, man, I don't have a way to get there. And he got a phone call from a local nightclub who said, hey, man, I need you to fill three spots, you know, mm-hmm. and it's Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And he had to be in uh, New York on Monday. And the money he made on Friday, Saturday and Sunday is what paid the gas to get him to New York on Monday. And he went on to host Showtime at the Apollo or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, and again, so 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 everybody would have said, man, it can't happen. You don't have enough. You can't make it, right? But yet we celebrate the reality that God did because God had purpose on that guy's life. And yeah. so that just needs to be something that begins to resonate in the hearts of people that when That's you right. are courageous enough to follow, when you're fearless, mm-hmm. using our brand, That's right. when you're fearless enough to follow that thing 
that is when the lion of Judah comes alongside you and begins yeah. to roar and part the part of the yeah. seas, man. That's right. That's right. Yeah, it, it, you, you can't, you literally cannot move forward by sight. You mm. have to move forward by faith. Now, it's just like best practices. It doesn't mean you don't need eyeballs, <laughs> but it does mean that the blind guy still has to walk by faith. Mm -hmm. You see, I mean, people would say, well, he's blind. He, he can't walk by sight anyway. Oh, no, <laughs> you got to walk. You've got to get through that threshold and grab hold of God's spirit. And you have to be a doer. You have to step in. That's what a doer is of the word. The word, you have to believe that this word is the truth. And you can't, well, you know, red letters and, you know, Constantine and history and man's taint. Yeah, that's like saying, uh, you know, whatever we did was somehow we sidetracked God. Woo, that's bullcrap, <laughs> total bullcrap. God's smarter, bigger, wiser, you know, more powerful. You know, it's a nuclear bomb and a knife fight. I mean, it's ridiculous. So God has it figured out. There is a landscape. Our job is to follow hard, to learn to follow hard, meaning letting go, follow, press in, ask, seek, knock, not work hard, grind it out, you know, get social media, get it all figured out. No, you got to bring you because you is the one thing that no bad economy, no corruption, no thing on this planet can remove who God made you to be. And he put you here right now. You better believe there's there's purpose in that. And so if you don't believe that, you're already in trouble. But if you'll start moving for that, to, toward that just day to day, moment by moment, and uh, you will start seeing a harvest happen. You have to be patient. But, uh, you know, we've been at this here, you know, right here, you and me for uh, as a collective for seven years, we're getting ready to go into a new seven year season. Guess what? 2023 is going to be a big year. And we're getting ready to see a big, you know, kind of climax between some good and evil stuff. But what's on the other side of that? So we've got to prepare people who know this and believe it. And guess what? We've got a really, really good community around us. It's loose and we're trying to create some ways to get together more and all that but going back to the point of this show today is when you are going into we can wrap up with just this quick idea of passion and compassion and there's other shows that deal with it if you want to get into it more but if you for example are going to step into a new career it doesn't mean you don't need some advertising or stuff like that. What it does mean is you better remember what you're bringing into that situation for yeah. people. What do you have to offer that no one else does? Mm -hmm. There's plenty of people playing basketball, singing songs, but there is only one Michael Jordan and there is only one Elvis Presley because they knew who they were and they stepped into it. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, so Going to to wrap it up, since we're getting uh, close on time here, let's talk about the heart, because that's the transition point, right? The heart is, is the core uh, between the physical and the spiritual. Um, it's part of the soul. It's the emotional, the creative, the personality, the gifts. All of that is in the seat and the heart. 
Um, so the top of the heart, passion, the bottom, this is just the way I say it, it, it just to give it some form, the bottom of the heart, you know, people say from the bottom of my heart, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, so I put it in that kind of order, but the top of the heart, passion, 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 meaning things that you, the desires of your heart, things you love. Mm-hmm. You know, Hunter was telling me this morning, he was talking about music and just the symphony he heard and he, you know, he's talking about doing his own, like with the guitar and stuff or some, some neat things. And I'm like, dude, that's awesome. I want to hear it. Passion, passion. Okay. And then compassion. And please jump in. I know I'm rambling, but passion and compassion. What is compassion? That's for whom it always involves other people. Yeah. Right. I mean, you might not step on a bug and that's compassionate, but you know, we're talking about uh, God puts us above all these things. You know, so the birds of the air. So compassion is always, always about people. So passion is the desires of your heart, the things that you're good at, that you love to do, that you wouldn't take money to ever stop doing. them. Um, And then compassion is for whom you will do those things. That's where your why happens. So you have to practice these things. But you, if you don't know this, then you never do. You say, well, I got to get some money. I got to pay my bills. And one day, one day, and one day never comes. Yeah. So anyway. Yeah. It's, 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 hitting me. it's hitting me, Kevin, you know, um, just in my own. I've mentioned this on the show before, the, the thing with like cleaning out my sports card collection. And yeah. um, it's, it's just it's something here that my son and I have recently connected on. Uh, Matthew, uh, my oldest, yeah. he's all about it, you know? And um, I just, I felt like that this was something that I was supposed to like do with him, you know? And, and for me, there was a compassion element to it, to fathers who were struggling to connect with their sons, you know? And it's like, find something yeah. that your son is into and do that thing with him, you know? And, and I wanted to kind of do it as a way to like, look at other dads and say, find something your son is into and go be into that thing with him as a way to show compassion to him. But it's an also as a way to kind of empower others. You know what I mean? Um, yes. And so that to me was a cool moment this summer. This is how the Lord kind of grabbed my heart. And what I'm having to do is keep my passion down. Cause I get all excited. <laughs> you know, me like Superman, go get this. In. Yeah. And I'm just going, yeah. oh, Matthew, whew, we'll bring it down. And it's just, <laughs> this is something fun that we can do together. Um, yes. But a great example of, of, you know, it, it has purpose right. to it. It's not just the thing, you know, that's right. um, and that's what people are missing, man, is people are longing to connect the passion of their heart to the compassion element of their lives. And that purpose mm-hmm. is where all of that kind of that why that's where all of that comes together. But people have to know that that is only found when you like you said earlier, we cannot have multiple focuses. That's right. We have to have a singular focus. Yes. And that focus has to be on our father. That's and right. It, it has to be by faith, not by sight. That's and right. then that is what we do. We keep moving forward. And and so I love I love how you this is this is the most Kevinist show that we've had in a while. This <laughs> man, it's like you had all of these like dots here, and it's like whoop, they all just kind of came together. Well, you know, it's funny, man. I get in trouble with with my closest people to me the people i love the most and that includes you uh they you know familiarity you get tired of okay come on 
but we all have gifts and, and, and that's one of my gifts is to be able to see it that way. And, uh, but I tell you what, man, everybody's got something beautiful in them that God put there. And if you go back and listen to some of our shows and go to those verses, we, we continue to talk about yeah. God wants you not only to be his disciple, but you're also meant to go and make more. And yeah. the best way, this is one of the biggest things. We'll wrap it up with this. Remember that passion in your example and, and lots of others. Passion, and there's lots of them. They're puzzle pieces. It's not, we're, we're coming into a time where it's not, it's not about working a job anymore. It's about being who you are and watching God provide for you so that you can continue to give who you are away because you're, you're that vessel. You're the conduit. He works through that. Guess what happens? When you get around my son-in-law, Atilio, and, and, and when he is talking about growing stuff and making food, dude, it, he, he will point right to Jesus. He may not say it directly or immediately, but he's being like Jesus to you. You can't you can feel it. And you you give him you ask him at all and he'll tell you, you know, God is real and he loves you. Come on, let's go do it. However that looks for you, you've got to go there and then you add best practices in. But all that said, think of it as being a doer of the word. Think of it, you know, even uh, uh, I don't let's see if I can pull it up real quick. But, yeah, there's a verse in I guess it's in Luke 13, 26, 27 says, not everyone who calls me their Lord will get into the kingdom of heaven. Only the ones who obey my father uh, in heaven will get in. Now, that's a, you know, kind of the contemporary version. And it says on the judgment day, many or day of judgment, many will call me their Lord. They will say, we preached in your name. We forced out demons, you know, and we worked many miracles. But I will tell them I have nothing to do with you. Get out of my sight. Those people were doing a lots of doing. Right. Yes. But they were not being like Jesus to people, which is really what being a doer of the word is. Mm. So my gift, your gift. We're one of a kind. We're one-off creations, and there's no fear. There's no competition. Focus on that. Um, we're trying to help by setting the example. We're building business and ministry on this principle. But but be encouraged, and, and remember, just take that extra step. Start to talk to God about the passion you have, the things that you love, and then the compassion. Who does your heart bend toward? What people do you love the, the, to, to help the most? Think about those kind of things and you'll start seeing a Y shape up and then take a step, take yeah. a step. That's what this show is about today. So hopefully it all makes sense. It's beautiful, helps. man. It's beautiful. And I appreciate your, your time and effort and pouring out. Um, before we wrap up real quick, Kevin, I just want to throw this on the screen as a reminder to yeah. our viewers, fearlesstradingcompany.com forward slash coffee. Um, if you want to grab it, sorry, do that again fearlesstradingcompany.com forward slash coffee. Um, if somebody wants to kind of get plugged in and start connecting with what we do, um, it's just a great little reminder, you know, it's a way to get started yeah. and, and help us move the, the the ball down the field and move the needle forward. And it's a great way to kind of get plugged into community as well. Yeah. Well, there, you know, there's lots of coffee out there. There's lots of hot sauce. There's lots of stuff that we already do out there. If you just want that and go get it. But if you want to help us, you want some great stuff, 
great products. You want to help us go and teach this to people and truly live out and be doers of the word in this season. Yeah. Then that's why we're selling stuff. Mm-hmm. That's what it's for. It's not about competing. Yeah. But it is good stuff too. So yeah. it's a win, 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 win. Uh, so we, we ask for your support that way, or just make a donation, man, if yeah. you want to, if you believe in it. And, uh, Absolutely. And we're grateful. We appreciate it. Absolutely. Yeah. We're grateful for it. So thank you guys for tuning in today, Kev, as always, thanks for pouring out, man. And uh, thank you guys for listening to the fearless one podcast. And we will be back next week with more. Y'all be well.